This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. I'm Rhonda Sunshine Miller, and I just want to congratulate the G Podcast on its 100th episode celebration. I enjoy listening to Tommy B, Tanya, K-Dub, Bye, and my poet friend, Y-O, on Sundays at 6. Here's to the next 100 episodes. Love y'all. Hey, guys. It's Syracuse Mike Roberts on the road today, but I wanted to uh, wish you guys a happy 100th episode. Keep up the good work. And a quick shout out to Jonathan, too. Thanks for letting me be a part of the program. Hey, what's up, y'all? Uh, welcome to the G Podcast. It is episode 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Holla. Holla. Yes, 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 yes. What's up? Thanks for everyone who supports uh, the G Podcast. This is the G Podcast. And now, you know what? As we tape, you just heard his voice. Happy birthday to our very own. Um, Mike Syracuse Roberts. I got to give it up. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Mike. Hey. hey. Know. Okay, this, this is what cake comes in. Happy birthday. And uh, also, you know, it's the miracle weekend. Georgia wins. Alabama <laughs> lost. Georgia Tech won. The Braves won. And the Falcons won. OMG. Oh, what, 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 what did you say to me? Address my, 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 my headset? The Falcons did what? I know. The, the Falcons did what? In, in England, we had to go to England to get a win. Well, you know, that's the Jets. <laughs> you know, they play in the Okay, Jets. well, there you go. That's like saying, that's yeah. like, the, oh, no, <laughs> Ooh, that's like playing the Clippers back in the 80s. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, K-Dub, K-Dub. Ohio, What's happening? Ohio State beat the brakes off Maryland. What is it, 66 to 17? What the hell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they trying to make uh, a climb back in it. Yeah, but it's so, the Bulldogs here this year. Yeah, I think so. I agree, man. I agree. I agree. Um, you know what? This is the G Podcast. Each week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea with Tanya B and more. And, and you know, Tanya B is in the building. Y'all give it up for Tanya B. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm still on tour, y'all. I'm still somewhere oh, in America. But no, I'll tell you. Well, tell you, I, I know where you are. I, I know. I can't. Oh. It, I know. I gave it away on the uh, on the bird wire. But yeah. Hey, Tanya B. Let me ask you: Are you hearing? Are you hearing this? Uh, so far, yes. <laughs> Atlantic City. I know. Don't lose all your money. Don't I call lose. it Frantic City. Okay. Yeah. Uh, bird wire. Well, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> um, and also um, you know Saturday at noon. Uh, 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. on Friday and Saturday, plus Sundays, uh, 2 and 4 p.m. I love that Shaka Khan, uh, the Spinners, and that Temp song. I see, and we got to give it up to the legends. I see, I'm playing music also. I have a new song in there by Larry D, a.k.a. Larry Dawson. You know, the lead singer of the Barcades. All, okay. if he, who was he? All I got to say is he's the one that makes everybody catch the Holy Ghost. So that, yes. that's it. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So, I, so I know Kate does stuff. Playing yeah. some hot stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. And especially, I mean, that Tim song is just hot. I'm, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know where it's going to get played, but you know, it's a, no, you know, there's a place where, but let me tell you, like I got that song. Oh, I also I dropped a new song by uh, Climax featuring Bernadette Cooper and Lorena Lungs. And mm-hmm. these songs I'm playing before they are even officially released. Cause you know, I got skills, yo. So I'm trying to even get the jump on things. So we're giving people, not the best independent music, but music that isn't even officially released yet. So you heard it here first, and don't say I didn't tell you. That's what I'm saying. Give it up for Tanya B one more time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
also um country commentator he's, he's on the road he's traveling but he he did call us this morning gave us a shout out uh yo is in the building yo what's going on Y-O. i'm doing okay I've been working, y'all. I've been helping my mom scrape paint off of her shed in the backyard, in her backyard. Oh, you really uh, working. <laughs> you want <some> lemonade? <laughs> That's what I, I got some Dr. Pepper. <laughs> but you need lemonade, that cool, refreshing drink, according to Eddie Murphy. That's what I'm talking about. Every second and fourth Tuesday, she's at overtime, bar and grill. And, and you know what, Poetic Piece? You're going to have to give us some Poetic Piece as we close out, because the country commentator's not here. How about that? All That's right. fine. I got we'll you. Operation as we shut down, and uh, and of course you heard the voice of K Dub. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah I'm here sliding in at the last minute. You know, <laughs> you know. I'm, to, you know I'm, I'm I'm over here. Like Jonathan Slocum's gonna be on the show, so so I'm, I'm we're gonna go to the news and come back because I got to help him get in here. And, you know, you know, this is it. When you're a guest on the show, and I'm asking people, hey, you need any help? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, good. I'm good. I'm all right. <laughs> And then we're six o'clock here. Hey man, hey man, hey, hey, uh, can you give me a call? <laughs> so it's, it's all good. We go, but we're gonna talk, you know, Jonathan, man. Jonathan is yes, sir. Is, oh Lord, is that him? I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I'm talking about, talk about you. I'm about to talk about you. <laughs> no, Jesus, hallelujah. He's here. Uh, hold on. That again? No, no, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. How you doing, man? First of all, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you, man. Y'all give it up for the one and only Jonathan Slocum. All right, now. Right on. And you know what? I got it. I have not talked. Jonathan, man, I left I left Atlanta the first time, probably back in like 1994. And I don't think I've talked to you, man. We kind of just dispersed. You know what I'm saying? So it's been a long time since I talked to you. But uh, Jonathan is an ATL native. He's an actor and writer known for the 2003 movie Meet the Browns, uh, 2015's Man and Wife. Uh, he was a recurring character on the 90s Steve Harvey show. So much I could go down to. Uh, but but the big thing I knew Jonathan from was um, when when I was working with Mike and Carol back in Atlanta from, from 89 to like 94. Jonathan, were you Good like- morning, Mike Roberts in the morning. Good morning. <laughs> that's it. Good morning. Yep, that sounds just like him. That is him. And and Jonathan, Jonathan was like a staple on the show, man. And Jonathan, you would come in when all the comedians would come in, right? You'd like come in on the show. Well, so this is what I have acknowledged and accepted. First of all, what's happening to everybody? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, so I think I was probably the first comedian to actually be a part of a morning radio show. I was not a paid employee, but Mike and Carol loved my work. They loved the fact that I was always clean and not offensive. And so they gave me access to like the hotline and if any, any topic would come up on the news or whatever, they would allow me to come in to do Jesse Jackson or James Brown or sing or whatever, and just kind of be a part of the, of the morning show. And so as the black comedy began to become more popular, comedians were coming to town, then, you know, of course they would bring me in and we'd have a conversation between two comedians and, you know, two pioneer radio people. Yeah. And, and you know what? It wasn't just like easy to come in because Mike, Mike had a system. I mean, you couldn't just walk in on the oh, show. Yeah. You, and and yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so the fact that Jonathan and, and Jonathan, cause we used to do, you know how it is, Tanya B in radio, 
you got the VIP list where all the movies, all the screenings, all the concerts, <laughs> yeah. you know. So so Jonathan got paid through concerts and screenings, I think. I think <laughs> tickets. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, here's, here's our free ticket for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, and but but on the real tip, I was saying it's tough to get in because here's a here's a story, man. Just to kind of give you an example. Right. You remember Ronaldo Ray. Rest in peace. Uh, rest in power. Of Ronaldo, mm-hmm. and you know how Mike was, man. So Mike and Mike, mm-hmm. man, you know, we still have Mike on the show. He does news. So uh, okay. he does news on, on this podcast. And uh, so Mike uh, said, hey, man, uh, you know, uh, Muhammad Ali, it may be coming in to do the show. He's in Atlanta tomorrow. So don't book anybody. Right. He said, don't book anybody. Don't book zero. Just the three of us, because they need his people don't want anybody else in the studio. So I said, OK, cool. Mm-hmm. So you remember the uh, comedy? What was the guy? Michael on that comedy? Club? Michael, Michael yeah. Williams, the Comedy Act Theater, the Comedy Act Theater. He mm-hmm. well, Ronaldo was coming into town and Ronaldo called me. Right. And he said, hey, man, uh, I need to be on the show tomorrow. And I said, uh, I can't book you, man. He said, what? And I said, um, you know, th- I can't book you. He said, so you telling me you don't want me on your show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, doctor, wow, I can't book you. So he said, what's your name? So I gave him my name. He said, you're going to be the topic of my act tonight at the comedy cafe, <laughs> at the, comic, the comedy theater. So, man, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking the dude is joking. Right. So the next morning, you remember Carolyn Hood used to work with us. Carolyn uh, been, you know, doing Radio One across the country. Right. So mm-hmm. What the hell did you say to Ronaldo Ray? And I said, I ain't say nothing. I couldn't book him on the show. He said, he said, well, he spent like 30 minutes on you. <laughs> I'm like, <"Damn>, wow. <laughs> so I'm saying, man, it's not, it wasn't easy to come in, but you always had free access, man. You were always, mm-hmm. always there. You remember, do you remember, was anything memorable, man, about all this stuff, all the shows that we did and you came in studio? Was there anything you remember the most about being in oh, studio? Oh, absolutely. Like up? my greatest memory from that is, when Byron Allen came, uh, he had the, that's when he had the Byron Allen show, the late night talk show. And he mm-hmm. came in to talk about the show. He was doing some press. And um, Mike and Carol was like, this guy is Jonathan Slocum. You got to meet him. So Mike called me to come to, you know, to, to, to come to the station. And I came in. I met Byron Allen. Uh, um, Mike and Carol's, like, the way they spoke about me, about my you know, about my material, about me as a man. Byron was so impressed. He actually flew me out the next day to appear on the Byron Allen show that Monday. Wow. Like sight unseen, he never saw me do nothing. Mm-hmm. He just believed what Mike and Carol said. And he booked me. That was my first time doing national, uh, a national TV appearance on that show. Good stuff. I'll never forget that. Yeah. Wow. So, man, how, how has comedy changed for you, man? Fast forward to the pandemic, man. How, how is because I, I watch your Instagram now and, and it looks like you got a pillow on your head that <laughs> you lounging. Yeah. You know, go I, ahead. I'm always telling you, man, things have changed, you know, substantially in the whole uh, scope of entertainment. Comedy has changed like 100 percent different. Because there was a time when there was what they used to call paying your dues. You got to do the chickens. A Chitlin Circuit comedy club, and you know those janky uh, promoters, and mm. all of the stories, and you know you have to uh, uh, prepare for uh, a thirty-minute or forty-five-minute set, and 
all that is out the window now because if you have 500,000 followers and a funny routine, you're booked mm. immediately. Wow. Well, you know, I'm, hey, we're, we're here. I'm, I'm comedian John Stuckle. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the with you guys. Well, you know, ah, you know what? Ah. Wow. So my phone is not ringing like it used to. I'm not complaining because I have accepted the fact that I'm a pioneer in many ways. And, I've, you know, those guys are standing on my shoulders and I love what they do. But it's just like, you know, there are classic cars and then there are uh, these hybrids. I mean, you know, you plug in a car and it runs and it does its job. But what about, you know, gas and what about, you know, uh, a really strong engine like it used to be? Yeah. But those days are gone. And so they're. And so my calls are, com- are, are coming from people who they know my work and they know what I bring to the table and they know what I do. So yeah. um, the, and the other part, as far as just to a fan base or people who, who love um, to, to be able to hear something that's uplifting and positive, well, I do that too. Mm-hmm. You know, as you know, I started off with a, thing that was called gospel or Christian comedy and I had this whole lane that I built but that thing has changed so much profusely all these faith-based initiatives are doing different things now so at the end of the day you just have to be comfortable in who you are and I'm receptive to what comes my way and I'm working on some other things that you know may not be a hundred percent in the stand-up comedy vein but what I do what I do most now is I host events People are spending money to, even now it's coming back open now, to come to these events, and they want to be entertained the entire time. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, I say disrespectfully, the days of having a news anchor as the MC is kind of gone because they read copy. They don't know how to engage in a, a whole room full of people and, you know, having them to have a good time. That's what, I, that's what my expertise is. So that's why, you know, that's, that's where I am these days. I... I hosted something last night uh, for Dr. Tommy Smith, the 68 Olympian, you know, icon with the fist in the air. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had he has an initiative, a, a foundation gala. I hosted it last night, and I've done it for the last three years. So usually that's where you find me, uh, in front of audiences like that, grown folk. I'm not trying to be hip-hop. I love the 85 South boys, but that is not my audience. I love DC Young Five Love Cats. Man, I ain't got no business from other people. Hey, hey. So I just, I just know what I'm supposed to be, in it, and it works. Good. Are you still in LA, man? Or ATL? Where are you? Where are you based? Where man, you? I am based. I came back home, bro. My stuff. son is now 18. He don't need pops uh, around no more. So <laughs> I moved back here. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to. Now I've been back. I've been back a year, but mm-hmm. now I'm getting ready to let the people know that I'm here. I've been kind of like low key during yeah. the pandemic and everything. So you you'll hear some things. I'm working on some stuff right now. Good stuff. Hey, man, you were you were close to Sinbad because I know you started off uh, absolutely you opening stuff. How is he doing, man? What's what? What have you heard lately? We just spoke about him. Yeah, he's in he's in um he's in rehab. I mean, he man, that stroke did his thing on him. And uh, he was in a really bad way, but you know, God interceded, and uh, he—it's he going to be a long haul. But he, he's doing better. I'll yeah. just say that he's in a in a rehab place right now, just trying to—he's got to redo everything. He's talking, walking, and everything. Now, on another tip, I'm going to ask you this because you—you you mm-hmm. were close in the beginning of your career. What about Cosby? Mm-hmm. Have you have you had any kind of talk to Cosby or about 
in that in a, in a situation. No, he is he is forever my mentor as far as what he presented in the uh, realm of comedy and entertainment. I never knew him as a man. I only I opened for him one time at his alma mater, Temple University. That's the closest I've ever been to him. Uh, did we ever do things together? Two women? No, I don't know him that way. <laughs> I, I ain't never had. <laughs> I ain't never had now one of them. You know, <laughs> that ain't my thing. Oh, yeah. So, but I'm happy. You know, in his last years, he's able to just be out. So, whatever that means to people, that's on them. I don't really talk about that. I don't know Bill Cosby, the man. I know Bill Cosby, <laughs> the entertainer. So. Yeah, the entertainer side. Yeah. And speaking of that, man, just just talking about because this week. And and uh, man, so much controversy and comedy with Dave Chappelle uh, doing the thing on Netflix. Do you think he crossed the line, man? Do you think comedians on Netflix, uh, well, with especially with Dave this week, do you think he crossed he crossed the line? Well, I actually haven't seen the whole um, the whole show yet. I started watching. I got sidetracked. I heard, yep. I've been hearing about it, but all I would say is to him about him or anybody else. These are comedians with a point of view. You can choose to not pay your Netflix and don't watch them or pay it and enjoy it. I mean, it's, that's just the nature of it all. That's the beauty of having a choice. You know, uh, people have said to me, man, I would, you know, I can't get down with so because you don't cuss. Ain't that? That's yeah. just, there are people who, who appreciate what I do. And yeah. Dave Chappelle is a highly opinionated cat. It ain't no... Man, people kill me. That's what he does. Yeah, and that's and my expected. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying that's that's who he is, and and you know, and uh, I I don't know what uh what he. I'm, I'm gonna watch the whole thing tonight, as a matter of fact. And whatever he said as relates to, I think something about the uh, the trans the, yeah. the trans community or something. I don't know what that is, but again, that that community exists. Mm -hmm. And they know that people have either problems or support of what they do. Teach your, you know, pick which one you want to go. And in knowing that, you know, some people are not going to be down with it. They expect for not everybody to be hip, hip, hooray for the transgender community. I mean, if they're upset about it, yeah. again, consider the source. It's comedian Dave Chappelle. It ain't, you know, President Barack Obama or you know, somebody, some pastor, it's a comedian. Yeah. It's supposed and, to be you know, funny. Yep. Yep. Let me say this, Jonathan, and this, I'm glad you mm -hmm. said that, man, because when, when I saw and I read, you know, which, you know, uh, Chappelle said Twitter ain't a real thing, which, you know, I tend to agree with him. Comedians, man, going back to Lenny Bruce and, and, yeah. and Pryor, Murphy, all these comedians, man, just over mm -hmm. the, the span of modern history, have always mm -hmm. pushed the envelope, man. And and I just, you know, and, and it was funny because, you know, a lot of folks don't like Bill Maher, but I do, I watch Bill Maher occasionally. Love Bill Maher. Yeah, and, and one thing that Bill Maher says that I think, you know, I think he's spot on. I think he says, you know, people are too sensitive to comedians. And those mm -hmm. are the wrong people to be sensitive to because comedians have always, you know, they've always lit a fire. They've always pushed the envelope. And, and I just hope we mm -hmm. don't lose that. You know, allow even though you know you have your your opportunity, your style of comedy, mm -hmm. one style of comedy which you have a, an audience for, and then there's mm -hmm. another. Everybody has their taste, and you just offer. That's the thing. That's the most important thing, man. People should take advantage of the power of choice. Like you know, 
what you want and what you don't want and support what you want. That's why I tell people when I do interviews, they say, man, what you think about, like, what you just say? What thing about that day's fail? <laughs> well, you know, people, you know, are in a judgmental place, not you, but others. Yeah, yeah. And then they want me to talk bad on them because, you know, because we're in two different lanes. I don't. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I want people to, I use this, uh, this analogy that I want, especially our people, to start using the word uh, and more so than or. It's mm. always like, who you like, this person or that? Why can't we like both of them? Yeah. You know? True. And at the end of the day, if you look at a wall, it's not this brick or that brick. It's that brick and that. And then the wall turns to a big-ass wall, you know? Yeah, yeah, so true. So come on, let's support everybody. You know, yeah. and if you don't like something, then then just don't. It's your choice. Let me give you, I'm going to give you the applause and the air horn for that one, man. That, that is <laughs> absolutely. And, and, you know, how can people connect with you, man? I'm, I'm glad you're back in the ATL. What's the best way for people to connect with you? I see you on, definitely on, on the gram quite a bit, but how, yeah. how can your folks connect with you and find you? Yeah, well, that's, I'm on Instagram at I am Jonathan Slocum, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-S-L-O-C-U-M-B. And uh, Facebook is comedian Jonathan Slocum. And on Twitter, it's I am J Slocum, S-L-O-C-U-M-B. Uh, my cash app is dollar sign J-S-L-O-K-E. Again, my cash app is dollar sign J-S-L-O-K-E. Hey, did I mention my cash app was dollar sign J-S-L-O-K-E? Um, and other than that, you can find me at any Waffle House on any exit off of 285. That's where I hang out. I love it. It's my place. Did they have many Waffle Houses out in L.A., man? They had no, they don't have any Waffle Houses past Texas. What? <laughs> I've never West. seen one in, nope. in L.A. either. What? No, they're not there. Well, hey, man. No, waffle, L- L.A. ain't got nothing but the Roscoe's chicken and waffles. That's their version of it. Yeah, that's right. Roscoe. Roscoe. Any any questions? Mm-hmm. Tell you anybody else. I'm going to let you go. Man. But, but here's, you got to make me a promise, man, because I know this is more, you know, I just wanted to get you on real quick. But you got to make a promise to yeah. come back and, and hang out with us, you know. Uh, of course. Come on, man. You know, bro, bro, you know we got I'll hook you up and, and just come and hang out with us before the end of the year. How about, will you, will you do I, that? For I, would, I would love to do that, man. It just, you know, when I come, you know, yeah. just have, just maybe one of the former people who worked at Magic City to do a little something for me. It ain't got to be a current one. Just <laughs> somebody who used to. At Magic somebody City. Who used to. <laughs> yeah, you know, somebody who used to, because I never really had that experience. I missed out on that, so. You can provide me with just a taste of what it used to be, you know. Can you be? Can you help? <laughs> oh, you know, that's Gabrielle Union's spot now. I heard she's up in Magic City. I know. City. I saw and, that, right? I saw yeah, that. I mean, like, they like, yeah, that. it's like, no, I'm walking into Cheers. And I guess if you drop in 10, 20,000 a night, I guess they do. Everybody right. knows your name. You remember <laughs> DC, the Brain Supreme, right? In, in tag team. He used to be the DJ. I think he may be back. He may. I know he got connected. You remember oh, DC Lord. from tag team? T, you know, the half part of the tag team, you know, whoop, there it is. Okay. Okay. Oh, got you. Right, 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 right. Yeah, he came wow. from Magic City. So, uh, yeah, I'll find, I'll get you a connection, man. But you know. I got it. I got it. I got it. Don't forget, that's one of Jamal Bryan, a.k.a. That's one of his hangouts. So go over to New Birth and he will take oh, no, you to Magic City. <laughs> wow. Hey, uh, look. Hey. I heard, I heard they have good food in there, though. 
<laughs> oh, the crab leg. I, I would Twenty five dollars for a six piece wing. Nothing's that good. Uh, hey, let me tell I you do. something. True, true story, y'all. I've I've been there one time in my entire life. This was back in the day when we were all fresh off of Def Comedy Jam, and whenever comedians would get booked in Macon, Georgia, they would uh, <laughs> they would they would prefer to stay in Atlanta and drive back and forth. So I did a show one night with Joe Torrey and Steve Harvey in Macon. And we did the show, coming back to Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta, so I said, hey, I'm coming home. Just drop me off at the house. They're like, no, nah, you're going with us. So they kidnapped me to Magic City. And I went there, and I did not know what to expect. So what oh. happened is I, I was assigned one woman to be my person for the night. I, I messed around and fell in love with her that night and gave her all my money. <laughs> and I asked her if she would leave with me because I'm about to be a famous comedian. And she patted me on my head and said, oh, bless your heart. Thank you for the night. Bye-bye. That she was there. Broke <laughs> and horny. And I said, hey, you ain't never going to see me over there again. I have nothing back then. No, sir. Jonathan, was she counting your money as she walked away? Absolutely she was. And, and it wasn't but $300 back then, so it wasn't a lot of money. But, you know, that's what I got paid. That was me under, it was like Steve Harvey, Joe Torre, and me. So, well, you know mm-hmm. what the you know, the difference was. So, Well, you got to come back, man. You do. I'm serious. Done. I'll be okay. there. Cool. Man, take care of yourself. I hadn't, I hadn't talked to you in years. Y'all give it up again for Jonathan Slocum. Yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all take care of yourself. Hey, yeah, and, you and, 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 like, and, and like the wise man says, wear your mask. Wear <laughs> Uh, your mask. Where? Your mask. Hey, Tommy V and uh, and Jonathan, let me ask y'all a question right quick. Um, on, y'all remember when uh, Mike Roberts used to ask them mind trap questions on the radio in the morning? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I know them questions. I got this. I have this mind trap. Like, they were hard. And I try to go through and find it. And it's like, a thousand cards so I can find and call the call in with the answer. So you were you were crazy. Georgia State, right? You were at Georgia State at mm-hmm, the time? Georgia State, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. All right, y'all. Hey, let's go ahead and, and, and speaking of Sarah, it's his birthday too, Jonathan. So uh, uh Mike Roberts, this is his birthday. Oh really? Yes, yes. So he's uh he does news for us. So we're about to go into his newscast, but but say a quick shout out. So he'll hear this when he listens back to the show. So give give Mike I guess you could do it in your best mic. Give him a birthday shout if you can. Hey, I want to say good morning and happy birthday to Mike Roberts. Good morning, it's Mike Roberts. It is his birthday. Happy birthday, Mike Roberts. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Take care of yourself, man. All right, man. Hey, Jonathan. Okay, we'll chat later, bro. Right. Later. Yeah. We'll see you. All right. News team, assemble! for the week in news with Syracuse Mike. Facebook came back online after being down all afternoon Monday. It also owns Instagram and WhatsApp. They got hit too. The outage just one day after whistleblower Francis Haugen, a former Facebook manager, appeared on CBS's 60 Minutes. That interview taking place after she also provided internal documents to the Wall Street Journal that exposed the company's knowledge that it contributed to more divisiveness in its news feed. Haugen says Facebook learned that people engage more when their emotions are involved. More engagement means more eyeballs for advertisers. She was on 60 Minutes Sunday and on Capitol Hill Tuesday. 
Her warnings unchanged. They're paying for their profits right now with our safety. Facebook whistleblower Frances Haugen told Congress they need to take action against the social media giant, which she accused of willfully putting astronomical profits ahead of user safety. Choices being made inside of Facebook are disastrous for our children, for our public safety. Haugen spoke before the Senate Commerce Subcommittee on Consumer Protection months after she leaked internal documents showing the company was aware of the risks that sister sites like Instagram can pose to the mental health of young people. Facebook released a statement saying they don't agree with her characterization of many issues in her testimony, but they do agree that it's time for Congress to create standards for the Internet. In San Francisco, a federal jury has ordered Tesla to pay a former black contractor $137 million over claims that he was subjected to racial discrimination. In his lawsuit, Owen Diaz said that he and others were called the N-word by Tesla employees and, among other things, were told to go back to Africa. Diaz worked at Tesla's Fremont, California factory as a contract elevator operator from 2015 to 2016. Diaz's suit described Tesla as not a modern workplace, but as a scene straight from the Jim Crow era. 19 people, including 18 former NBA players, have been indicted. The reason alleged involvement in a scheme to defraud the league's health plan. The amount, $4 million. This started in 2017 and continued into last year. U.S. Attorney Audrey Strauss explains what was going on. One former player, Terrence Williams, was the scheme's linchpin. He provided the other former players with false invoices for medical and dental procedures that they never received. Other players indicted include Tony Allen, Glenn Davis, Darius Miles, and Will Bynum. As you probably heard, the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees overwhelmingly voted recently in favor of authorizing a nationwide strike for the first time in its history. They represent 60,000 behind-the-scenes workers in the entertainment industry. Their big issues, excessive working hours, wages, and rest periods. A strike would mean most production would have to shut down in the U.S., including network TV shows and Netflix productions. The film industry has a $9.5 billion impact on the state of Georgia. An effort is underway to work out an agreement and prevent a strike. The Senate agreed to raise the debt ceiling temporarily. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer blamed the recent standoff on Republicans. Republicans played a dangerous and risky partisan game. And I am glad that their brinksmanship did not work. This is a $450 billion increase in the debt limit. Some Republicans believe they caved, and some Democrats worry the next deadline in December means the battle is far from over. There is a lot of political posturing, and this is not a clear Democratic win or clear Republican loss. Oh, y'all, Facebook was down. How'd y'all feel? I mean, did, did y'all re- who realized first? Yeah, I did. It was, was down, down twice. I did. Uh, I think I it was did. a Tuesday and, and Friday. Did I y'all even know. notice that f- Facebook was I, down I, on Wednesday? Initially, I, I thought it was like a... Let me come back. Now go for it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go for it. Initially, I thought it was like uh, something wrong with the Wi-Fi or my cellular data or something. Mm -hmm. And I didn't find out until like, uh, I think I I Googled it. Yeah. And then I I read about the whistleblower. Tanya B, did you notice that Facebook was down? Not at all. I think it was was actually down on Monday because I was was in the car. I was driving. And you know, I said, damn, do I give her? That would be known. And it went on again on Friday. And I'm like, OK, yeah. yeah. next. <laughs> yeah, because I, I mean, I, I typically like send our post out on Monday and I, I just sent the post out. They did go out, but 
right after I went back on to check, I, I noticed I kept getting an error message. So, yep, you know, for, for folks who were just like sitting there watching, watching the news feeds, it was driving them nuts. So, um, you know, wow. so there you have it. And, it, it, you know, the odd thing is, especially the day after that 60 minutes expose, that was just not good timing for Facebook. And, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a real fan. I'm not a fan of Facebook. I've said that on this on this podcast uh, many times, but but you know one of the things I have to say, you know, people are blaming all this uh, this hate speech and all that on on Facebook, and 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 all the corporate greed and you know, I just don't know any of these corporate giants who don't jeopardize, who aren't willing to jeopardize our say our safety or our children's safety for prop for profit. You know, I think a lot of them do it. I just don't want to see too much regulation go into, um, you know, regulating the internet because, you know, I think a lot of it, especially some of the mainstream media companies, you know, Facebook cut into their profits, especially like over the last 10 years, all these digital companies from, from Google, you know, to, uh, to Apple, you know, all these companies have had major impact on mainstream media. So, and I know there's a heavy lobby lobbying impact on, on the Senate, on, on Congress from mainstream. So, you know, if they can cut and regulate a lot of these digital companies, you know, I think a lot of them feel like a lot of these lobbyists feel like they can get that money back, that revenue back. So, uh, you know, watch this closely. Um, you know, I'm again, I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of Facebook. I definitely don't think they need to do Facebook Junior for kids. I mean, oh, I think, no. they, oh. they need I think to it already that. exists. Right. No, no, no. They, they put it on hold. They were going to do Instagram. Um, you know, and, and they put it on hold, you know, that's, I'm, I'm completely against leave the kids out of it, you know, let Please. them in time, you know, but, but not, not young, you know, they don't need to be doing that. Um, what you think about, and, and Tanya B, you sent me, you sent a note out about the players being indicted. Um, oh, yeah. Um, well, my thing was, if you think about it, 18 people divided by 4 million, is not a lot of money. So they weren't, the, they weren't, they were uh, probably amongst America's dumbest criminals. But I'll just say, and I don't have to say this in my team, one of the people that got it, that's part of this whole thing. And now you kind of see where the cracks started to, to, to really put the foundation is Monica's ex-husband, Shannon Brown. Remember he pulled a gun on the people. Then yep. he, he, he became a blonde and then he tried doing the three on three league because nobody wanted him. And then people clowned him on that. So, uh, Damn, he was doing like set it off. <laughs> this is what I'm telling you. <laughs> the blonde, the blonde edition, yes. Damn. Okay, and and uh, in addition, you know, you got the film industry strike going on, and this whole, you know, raising the debt ceiling. You know, it, it's just like, what's the song by Jay Z? Can I get a the, the original? Woo, woo, woo. Yeah, it's not the woo, woo. Can I get an interview? That's what I want to uh, say. To I was trying to be nice, but okay. I just want to say, can I get a? Yeah, I'm not going in, in honor of Jonathan Slocum being on this episode. I will be nice. I won't. I won't go into the. As will I. I try not to really go in too far on Sunday. I go three letter words, but not four. And I got a shout out. Thank you so much again. You know, Jay Sloke, uh for coming you know, on. I tell, one thing you forgot to say, and one one of my. Uh, most vivid memories, uh, shameless plug for the spinners, of him was not so much the Steve Harvey show, because I just call a thing a thing. I'm not a Steve Harvey fan. But yep. there were many years when I had to go to the Essence Festival for work, mm -hmm. and he was the host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done a lot of hosting. Yeah, and I mean, he was like the main stage. It's like when they got tired of Steve Harvey and his uckery, that's a, a six-letter yep. word, then yep. they, you know, they brought in Jonathan, and he was just as equally as funny. 
and not nearly as mean or vulgar or anything else. So five I mean, on to him. That's the thing I like about Jonathan. He's not a mean guy. Because some of these, I ain't gonna lie to you, you know how it is. You go to t- some of these shows. I'm not gonna mention any names. Well, I will. <laughs> some of these com- don't don't mention no names, Tanya B. They they, they, what they, they gonna do? Me. Take my what are they gonna do? Take my I'm lunch. <laughs> they gonna take my lunch. Okay, all right. It's Sunday. No, no, but I'm just saying you can if you want to. But but my whole point is some of these comedians are, are like mean and angry opening these shows. You know, the woman get up, she gotta go to the bathroom. Where you going? You know, it's like, come on, y'all, it ain't gotta be about that. You know, so I, I do, man. I always appreciated Jonathan, man. He was just a cool dude. He again, he used to just hang out with us, man. Come to the studio, no matter who we'd have in, he just come hang out. So good to hear from him. I'm glad he's back in the ATL, man. I'm looking forward to seeing him in the ATL. So yeah, you know, invite him back every now and then. Hope he'll come back. Cool, cool. Hey, hey, uh, Tanya B. You know, it's that it's that time. I just want to make sure you're ready. You you ready to do it? Well, before this, I want to tell you all that I did some cooking. Even though I'm on the road again, I did oh, do some no, cooking. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Good Lord. Uh-oh. What did you got? You in the kitchen. <laughs> What's cooking, Tanya B? What is cooking? Cooking. Okay. I think I told you all, was it last week for snacks? I did these uh, shrimp and spinach quesadillas. What? Mm-hmm. That way, but they were so good, I made some more this week. <laughs> And what else did you make? You made the beef patties too, right? Or some I did patties? That, no, I, I, actually, I tried to I tried to shred some chicken and do that. So that's okay. what we were doing chicken. And um, I also did, um, you know how you take the, the crab boil, but I had, I, I had been doing a lot of shrimp this week. So I said, let me just kind of chill out. So we're talking um, crab legs and corn and potatoes and little neck clams and a bag full of butter. And fresh garlic. Mm. And I know don't come around me if you don't like garlic right now, but I don't care because it was so good. I love garlic. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm just like that old school dog. Mm-hmm. Going floating in the air. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, I'm telling you. And if I do say so myself, mm. it was delicious. It was delicious. Sounds yeah, like it. Okay. While, now, she, while, she was, while she was doing this right here, in front of the slot machine. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you got to win something now. Girl, when I tell you, well, I walked away, but you know, they give you the slip. Now you get the money. The last one I had said six cents. (laughs) I have my limits. I'm done. On the other hand, my sister kept hitting and hitting. She's a professional. She She knows how to, Manipulated machine. I won't say in a bad way, but I'm like, okay, you know what? And you said you won last week too. Oh yeah. yeah. So no, but you know, it's a little fun, a little just you know, careless fun. Good stuff. But I know when. I know when to stop. There you go. There you go. Well, here we go. Okay. And with that, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Tanya B, what you got? Okay. Should I get the serious stuff out of the way first, or you want to go in for the whatever you want to do? The greasy. Are we gonna get greasy serious? Uh, or Eat greasy, greasy, yeah, okay. Everybody wants greasy. Okay, okay. all right. Are you, are you gonna I'm sure he would want greasy too. The first person <laughs> in the greasy category is uh, Dr. Dre's ex wife, Nicole. Now, you know, she got the money and they're divorced, but she just will not stop talking. In, in addition to the physical abuse she alleges that happened in the marriage and the cheating, she's now claiming she wants a, a body count of all these alleged side babies that are out there. Now, in my research at the curb. 
<laughs> one has come. Wait a minute. One has come. I said baby count. I said I'm sorry. Oh, baby count. I mean, baby okay. count. Okay. Oh, baby count. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's one lady. Um, hey, look. You can look it up. Her name is Keely Anderson. Um, she I understand resembles. Nicole Young, but she also somehow got the money to start a tanning salon and she's got an eight-year-old kid. And I heard that there's some other chicks out there as well, allegedly, uh, that signed NDAs and they just get a check for the next 22 years and he sets up whatever business they want and that's how they keep quiet. But I mean, they're divorced so I don't, I mean, well, I take that back. After Tom joined the divorce, Donna Richardson, she went back and got some money too. So maybe I'm, you know, and Nicole uh, Young by trade is an attorney. And then I want to talk about somebody else who who won't stop talking is my comedian, Mike Epps' first wife. I mean, she is spilling his tea all up and through the internet for whoever will listen to her. She wow. talked about um, how their marriage disintegrated over the years, that he was a serial cheater, and he had this side piece. Well, the side piece is a former producer on Iyama Fix My Life, and she's actually now Mike Epps' current wife, but she quit her. Well, the show ended, so she popped out two babies real quick, and um, her job now is to just be Mrs. Mike Epps and the mama to his children. Okay. The grievance- yeah, hey, hey, Tanya, be real quick. What happened to the Richard Pryor um, project that, that Epps was supposed to be working on? You know, he has one. Who else has one? Is it Eddie Murphy has one? There's like three or four of them floating around. And for some strange reason, none of them have come to fruition. Wow. So, okay. Uh, I just thought I'd ask. No big deal. You know how Lawrence Fishburne played Ike and what's love got to do with it in uh, the remake of Sparkle. Mike Upps played Satin and uh, he got killed. So we'll just leave it at that. Uh, the, oh, the greasy dumb donkey of the week. Stunt queen number 99. And I'm like, the clock is ticking on Ray J. You know, one week he's getting divorced and he isn't, then he is, then he isn't. And he's out there, you know, spreading it low, dipping it low and spreading it wide and party popping and Tootsie rolling and then Tootsie rolls himself into a hospital. But here's the thing. Now they claim he he's in the ICU with, with pneumonia. Okay. Now one thing is not the ICU, but the COVID unit. They do not put you in a COVID unit in a hospital if you don't have COVID. Okay, Ray J, number one. Number two, you're not doing all that back. He sure found time to get on social media, popping gum and talking about he's upset with his family because they won't come and see him. But to that, I say, you're moron. You're in a COVID unit. They want to stay alive. They're not going to come and see you. Wow. Um, and how did he find time to um, serve his wife with divorce papers? Well, you know, they probably got to fill in the blanks with them because they have filed so many times in so many oh. states. Jesus. But, you know. I just say, I don't know about you, but I am tired of him and his stunts. He needs to go sit down and take a nap. He needs a chin checkup from the neck up. And if his family isn't tired of him, I know uh, he just went and got his sister's uh, name tattooed on his forearm. But Brandy's new show uh, debuts in two weeks, and she does not need Ray J showing no. his entire yeah. Now she not anyway. helped him out with the earbuds. She did the commercial with you know for him with his earbuds. His Ray yeah. J. Right. Yeah. He, he hit a lick with the earbuds. Don't get yeah. me wrong. It's almost yeah. like he's so smart. He's stupid. You know, you can be smart and still be stupid. <laughs> yep. uh, much like much like little Nas X. And uh, oh, boy, the people down to the curb are saying that he is faking the funk. He is not a member of the Rainbow Coalition. Now, he's claiming that that uh, statement on his Instagram was uh, somebody doing a hackalation. But um, for him to, to come behind that, those two things he, he he said that were a mistake. Number one, he said that he feels disrespected by the hip hop community, and number two, that cover of Dolly Parton's Jolene will make you jump off a bridge. Oh God, he, what? I don't. I know Dolly getting money from that. Dolly getting a coin, but 
Is it on? Is it on his album? I I, I didn't check. I that hope that I saw it on the internet, and that was enough for me. And I couldn't take it. I'm like Dolly, really? I know she kind she's trying to be down with the people and whatnot, but yeah. girl. So so. Uh, no, go, go, go. No, no, I just had a quick question. So, um, Lil Nas, what are you supposed to be pretending? Yeah, supposedly, yeah. Right, you doing a good job. If, if, he is, if he is, though, you know, in my opinion, he should be an actor. But if he is, man, because there's so many people who have really embraced what he's doing. Exactly. And, and, so and now the, there's no turning back. If he turns yeah, back, he loses. You read the, well, the exactly, the exactly. The, all I mean, every everything that supports the All LGBTQ right. community. The commercial with Elton John. Yeah, Come they on. raise him up as a hero. So if he does yeah. this, his career is going to be old. Oh yeah, it's a wrap. Because the hip hop community, I just don't know if they're just going to say, "Oh well, come on over." No, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no, not at all. Oh life. Oh yeah. life. Okay, um, and we gotta say uh, that we gotta go to the the. Uh, the Tanya B prayer list. And, mm. you know, Khalid, um, for this is for Khalees and her husband. You know, she was married to Nas, has a 12 year old son by him. She claims he was verbally and physically abusive. And then she said that she was uh, financially abused by Pharrell with that first deal she signed. But that's the first time you know how that goes. But here's the gag. You know, when she kind of quit music and she went to La Cordon Bleu, she's a certified bona fide chef. She's got cookbooks. She's had TV shows. But her husband that she married about maybe four or so years ago, they have two children, has been given 18 months to live. And the thing is, you are not a doctor and nor do you play one on TV. He thought he had an ulcer and he is now in stage four stomach cancer. So I want to keep her in prayer. And you know, sometimes stage four people think is a death sentence, but there are people that come back and survive and things along that line. But the, teach the teachable moment in this whole thing is don't diagnose yourself and especially uh, you know, our black, brown, and tan men, for whatever reason, y'all don't want to go to the doctor. You know, he's thinking he had an ulcer, so he mm. didn't go. So he was just flat on his back almost the entire pandemic. Oh, Listen to your body when it talks to you. Go to the doctor. You know, don't be too proud. Good, Good stuff. Good advice. Great advice. I got yes. one more thing. I got one more thing. Okay. Versus next week, who you with? Kane or KRS-One? The juice KRS one. I'm with KRS one. Boogie down, Bruce and BDP. Now, see me. I'm I'm Big Daddy Kane all day. That's I'm. Uh, look, any man that's 65 years old that can still do a split is okay with me. Not to diminish anything that KRS one has done. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He is a hip hop legend, but baby Kane can still do the split when he does. Uh, I get the job done, and yes, he does. Why can't Poetically speaking, I, uh, that's why I'm with KRS-One. I like Big Daddy Kane, too. Don't I like you. him, too. I mean, Kane had more of the party records, and BDP uh, and Boogie Down had more of the thought-provoking records, that's all I'll say. And, oh, I, got, oh, I got one more thing I got to tell Wait you. Wait a minute. <laughs> that's the sound of the police. Once upon a time, there were no black cops, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, all right, Tony B. Hey, and you know lastly, what? What? Yeah, no, go ahead. Do your last thing. I got okay, I got a couple. And this is it. I'm going to say all up and through it. We need to get a, a sweeper that says, allegedly, allegedly, Kelly Price out here stunting. Uh, let's see. She had, take, uh, she had allegedly taken money from promoters and didn't want to do the shows, but needed the money because her house don't have any furniture in it. And that when she did that staged uh, wow. video with TMZ, she was allegedly in the Bahamas. And I uh, 
some people are even saying allegedly that she over exaggerated her this whole COVID thing. And I guess that's why um, she and this so-called husband who I mean, boyfriend who allegedly is the husband, Mm. uh, you know, that's why he didn't call and say anything because he was part of this whole thing anyway. But then, like I was saying before, just with the pandemic, a lot of people, you know, we all have had our moments of, you know, kind of like why and the you know, mental health issues are real but i'm hearing now that kelly pol kelly polar kelly fox is quite bipolar yeah, <laughs> with a uh, little bit of manic a lot but let me say this a lot of creators don't function in that normal space they don't function in a nine to five world uh, a lot of times the more intelligence the more creativity the more you are on the edge of just being a little bit loco, okay? okay? I mean, yes, yes, and, yes. and that's true. I, look at Rain Man; he can tell you how many toothpicks were on the floor, but the dude, you know. Oh, oh, I know him. I know some guys who really go go or get big, incredible entertainers and songwriters, just local and crazy as I don't know what. But go yeah. ahead. Well, and you know what? Speaking of crazy, speaking of local and crazy. Uh oh, y'all know. <laughs> R. Kelly's yeah. album sales are up 517 yeah. after the trial. 517 percent. album sales went up. So what they took down with the YouTube channel and stations aren't playing it. But you yeah. know, and that you know, remember when his sales spiked when Surviving R. Kelly came out, part one yeah. and two. Yeah, the stream went up double digits. Um, mm. The stream went up from like 11.2 million to 13.4 million. Um, you know, they're seeing what video, the video growth, his videos have gone up 23%. So, you know, this has been like a. Uh, but you know what it's for, right? Even though, you know, he won't Will see the money. have to pay for his fines. Will he right. get it? He's not going to see the money. He'll pay off those people Damn. and pay off the I. Don't forget the IRS now. He owed them oh, yeah. too. Yeah, you're gonna have to they pay gonna, the bill. They're gonna get them. They're gonna take their money. They're gonna so, take yeah. all that money. So they you're want to see a dime. Yeah, that's so all they pay them. Yeah, you're gonna have to pay for them snacks when you're in a joint too. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You're gonna, gonna put some money. Gonna have a telethon to put some money on his books. Well, Joyce, uh, what's her name? Asriel Clary's not doing it. And you know what's interesting? All yeah, of this that? stuff has like, I mean, it's like melted down to like a puddle of condensation. Has anybody heard from Joycelyn Savage? She was like the last one hanging in there. And now that there's no money to pay the rent, she yeah. has no choice but to go home. Oh, but she was trying to get a reality show. Then I heard she, um, he even told her to go hit the pole to get money. So being yeah. that she has no self-esteem, she might do that. Well, you know, that might she might be able to help Jonathan out next time he comes on the show. So she's going to write a book. I'm telling you all because nobody right. will touch her. She's yeah. going to try to write a book and self-publish it on Amazon. <laughs> also, y'all, hey, the, the final um, Bond movie came out, uh, did 56 million. They expected it to do about 60 to 70. Uh, but, you know, the conversation has completely turned now because this was Daniel Craig's last movie about who's going to be the next Bond. And a lot of folks are saying, and who do you think the number one name is on the survey? It's not white. What's that? It's Black or white? Oh, sorry. It's Idris Elba. I mean, it he's is. he's coming in. He's coming in as the number one name. But there's another name that's coming up too. That's popping up. Anybody watch Bridgerton? Uh, Rick, what's his name? Ricky John Page. Is that yes. his name? Budget? His name yeah, is also is. coming up on the yes. list. 
you got Loki, the guy Tom Hiddleston. He's his name's coming up. I, I don't remember this guy Henry Golding, but but he's in Crazy well, Rich Asian, Asians. Oh, he um, was hilarious. But there's another, some other David, uh, British David, black British uh, Was it Oyeloma? Oyeloa? From South... David, he played, David yeah. Oloa, Him, yeah. Yeah, he played uh, Dr. King in Selma. He's on the okay. list. And he was in The Help. And then, um, what's the other guy? They 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 scared of Daniel Kalua. He Because he... Um, oh, yeah. And the other guy that... um, What's his name? The one well, that put all the actors over there, the British people on blast, but how they treat black folks. He wasn't Disney, but then they, they, they put him out the church, so to speak. Um, well, the other know. name who I think they probably should go for. Now, I'm cool with Idris Elba, but candidly, I don't know if y'all are familiar with Luther um, on the BBC. Oh, um, that guy. The show Luther. No, Idris Elba uh, from the show. Lu you know, Idris Elba did yeah. this series in the BBC Luther. called Luther. Yeah. I would prefer... Idris do Luther than I would see him do James Bond. But anyway, I mean, either He's way, okay. Cool. But he yeah. he doesn't have he he needs to get some take some more swag lessons. He all right and everything. Yeah. He's he's a great Luther. I don't know if he'd be a great Bond. But you know the other name that comes up, and I didn't even know this guy was a Brit. Um, you know the guy who plays Superman, Henry Cavill, in in the new super. He's the newer Man of Steel. He's in. All, well, he's in all the new DC Universe Superman movies. Henry Cavill, he's the new, he's the current Superman. But his name is coming up on the list too. And uh, I, I did not, I didn't realize he was a Brit. I, I never knew he was a Brit. But, but um, you know, it'll be interesting. But what the reason I'm bringing this up is they said as soon as the movie premiered in America, and and it is in America now, it's and it's overseas that they would start, they would release the name of the next Bond. So it'll be interesting to see who they, who they name, you know, especially if it's a black man, that'll be interesting as hell. That'll Jonathan be. Slocum. Jonathan <laughs> Slocum. Jay Slocum. Let's start a petition. <laughs> we'll get Jay Slocum up in there. All right, y'all. Hey, um, you know, real quick, Tommy's Corner. Hey, you know what? I just want to thank everybody, man. Thank the supporters, especially the people who, could, who you know, I'm, I'm going to thank the investors, man, the folks who, who I call up and say, hey, they're about to shut off the stream, you know? <laughs> Wait, KW, uh, KW, where well, are you, babe? Yeah, I got him in here, uh, but but I got to say what's up to Tim Cowboy. Man, greatly appreciate you, man. Um, he kept us going, you know, pre-pandemic when we were going into the pandemic. Lifelong friend, man, Tim Cowboy. Thank you. Vi is always, man, got to give up to Vi. He's not here today, so. Right on, right on. Hi, Vi. Vi. Also, Shannon, Laura, man, really sees value in the platform. Has always supported us. Vince Bailey, Vince, Vince the Voice. Uh, got to say what's up to Mike and Team Airplay. Uh, been real supportive. What about uh, Howard? Yeah. Oh, can I get through the list? <laughs> no, because he wants my recipes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll be quiet. I got to say the tech team, Lady J, Millennial Nick, always for keeping the presentation consistent. Thank you so much. Episode 100. Uh, all the celebrities, man, all our celebrity guests, you know, we had, you know, Jonathan on today, but going way back, all the folks, you, you can go, go back. And if you're listening to this podcast, check out the previous episodes, you'll see all the names from Bernadette Cooper, friend of the show, Shirley, you know, Shirley, Miss Shirley Jones, um, 
you know, um, Melba Moore, Moore, uh, Najee, uh, Dion Warwick, Robert Cool, Barbara Cool, Carl. You know, from from the Giants. I mean, just thank you so much, our loyal diehard followers. The one, the only KW. Y'all give it up for him. I just yeah. super All fan. Right. He critiques the he critiques the show and sends me his critiques. I've always but before it's over. I'm I'm yeah, gonna go look on Instagram right now. I know he said something. I, his, yeah. I think he's traveling because he he works remotely too, so he'll travel. He said, "Man, I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't hook you up this week. I'll get you next week." Also, I gotta say what's up to um you know to uh to Howard. I, I call him Hitman Howie. Thank you so much. Of course, man. I I, I couldn't get my political insight from anybody but Harold Michael Harvey, who we got to have on, especially I, I, you know, as we get through this uh, these last few mayoral debates in, in the ATL. Newton Collier, down there where you are, uh, 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 Y.O. Newton yeah, Collier. yeah, yeah. Old gotta, Sam and Dave, trumpet player. Got to give it up for, to Newton. Um, also, yeah, council member, NAACP VP Karen Renee. Thank you so much. And good luck in East Point. Uh, Rajia, I gotta say what's up to Rajia. Been listening to us since episode seventy-two. Can't yeah. know Rajia. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, the panel man, Tanya B. Vi, K. Wild. Thank you so much, y'all. We are, you know, we're building, you know, getting better, still growing. You can go to castropolis.net. Our our new link is up there. Uh, you'll see everything. Uh, and, and you know, one thing I learned from this um, Instagram and all this stuff going down, we, we're you know, kind of pulling our stuff, not necessarily depending on Instagram. In these uh, social media platforms, but really kind of hunkering down on the website. So you can go to the website, castropolis.net. Uh, the banner there, the link is there, and you can see the podcast, the stream. If you, you know, connect with us via social media, the links are there. Email us your feedback. Uh, plus, we got a new app that's going to be coming up uh, December 1st. I'm happy All about right. that because the, uh, the app will, you know, allow people to just, you know, download the app. And, and listen to us wherever they are, notifications and all that good stuff. Plus, you know, I'm, I'm getting into merchandise, but you know the thing about merch right now is the supply chain is so screwed up. Have y'all been in a grocery store lately? And seen what's Amazon. going on? No, uh, no it is everything. Uh, you're talking yeah. about cars, just basic supplies. Everything. It's yeah. like they're sitting, yeah. they're just sitting like out on the ports. I don't yes. know. It's a so shortage of... Yeah. I mean, you absolutely while absolutely it, it's it's crazy because the demand is coming back, but they don't have like you know we're we're, we're so dependent on China, you know, and, and all the mm -hmm. all the uh, countries overseas, you know, they're dealing they were dealing with um, you know manpower shortage and supply shortage as well, and then they come here we don't have the we don't have the truck volume, you know, mm -hmm. it's it's just, it's just backed up it's just, it's constipated. That's what it is. It is it's constipated. <laughs> it's a constipated economy right now, and, and we got you know Congress. I, I'm not gonna say. I said out of out of respect to Jonathan this week, I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna be. Nice. That's a whole other show. Yes. <laughs> Can I get a nut? Um, final shout outs, y'all. Any any final shout outs? I'd like okay. to shout out to my girl Sunshine. She she listens to our show sometimes, and um, she she's an artist. She's a visual artist. And I her, she did she did uh, that shout out. That was yeah. She's real bubbly and oh, you know man. always fun and personal. Sort of like a daredevil. Yeah, real sweet person. 
That is cool. Thank you so much, Sunshine. We appreciate you. Make sure she get, make sure she hears that. Okay. Wow. Make sure she hears Okay. That. She should be listening now. So, but I'll make sure if she didn't, she, she listens to the uh, recording. Good stuff. Good stuff. What about, um, you got anything else? I'm going to go to, go to uh, K-Dub. Yeah. I'm going to do a little piece to close oh, us yeah, out. Well, I'll do it at close yeah, us out. Yeah. I'll okay. come back when we wrap up. Uh, what about you, K-Dub? Any final thoughts? Any oh, shout yeah. Out? Yeah. I got one. Encourage kids to play real instruments. Hmm. I'm just going to get again, please. Repeat that. Encourage, encourage kids to play real instruments. (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid we're too late. (laughs) There's always a little hope. (laughs) Always hope. But you know, uh, okay, all right, but but that's a good thought. That's a good thought. We definitely, oh, yeah, whatever. It's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late. What about you, um, uh, what about you, um, Tanya B? What you got? I just want to say shout out, um, and much love to uh, my first female radio mentor, Patty Jackson, up in Philly. She is the sound of Philadelphia, she's the voice of Philadelphia. She's been in this same market. Uh, 40 years. She's celebrating 40 years, 38 at WDAS. Um, she and the late Joe Butterbowl Tamboro got me ready for this business that I still am a part of. But also I'm saying uh, congratulations to her. But also there was a street named the street that she grew up on. Um, Ellsworth Street in South Philadelphia is now Patty Jackson Way. So to be, awesome. in a market, yeah, to be in a market that long at the same station and to still be in radio. When you come into Philadelphia, you can hear her voice at the airport. She does a uh, national commercials for four. I mean, she's, you hear her everywhere and don't know it. And uh, we met at a Frankie Beverly concert when she dropped her keys. And that was about 32 years ago. And we are still like attached at the hip today. So I just want to say shout out to my mentor. That's what's up. Frankie would say, oh, bless your heart, y'all. Oh, bless your heart, y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) So, you know, and you never know how people are going to pour into your life. And, you know, people say, oh, yeah, give me a call. Here's my number. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But back then I was like, okay, I'm going to call it. And she came through and she answered. And that's how I got to WDAS in Philadelphia. Cool. Good stuff. All right, y'all. Hey, um, no taping next week. We're we're taking a break, uh, taking a week off. Um, I got I got to do some stuff. I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm going to be at the Apex uh, doing an event. With Mike the Stinger, Glenn, I'm going to make sure I have that on social media, but definitely check that out. Um, and and you know while we're while we're off next week, go ahead and catch up on the last couple episodes. I know y'all been slacking. Get back on it. Get back on it. But uh, get back on the last few episodes, uh, and we'll we'll be back on October 24th. And you know what? It's one of my favorite episodes. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know what it is, don't you? Y'all know. Come on. Let's Come on. See. Could it be something to do with? <laughs> Halloween and the free come oh, party. Yeah, horror, scary. Horror and sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Annual Di- the Dicey Grinner top 10 countdown. Yeah. She'll be on. I can't wait. I can't wait for so that. Dicey, Dicey comes back. And, you know, because there's a lot of good stuff out right now. So um, looking forward to Dicey coming on, y'all. And with that, uh, go ahead and wrap us up. Take us into something inspirational before we get up out of here. While What you got? Okay, okay. On the highway, in the right lane, going slow. Other vehicles I pass as if I'm going fast. I have AC, but I let the windows down so I can have a one-on-one connection with fresh air. Unless buzzers are hanging around, then you know what's going down. Some foul smelling gonna be in the air. Usually it comes to pass 
just like anything forever, it won't last on the highway in Georgia and not for long. The smell of the evergreens and lakes becomes strong. With the peace of mind, I keep moving on in the right lane going slow. Other vehicles I pass as if I'm going fast on the highway in Georgia. The scenery is such a sight. I can never take it for granted. The scenery is dynamic and changes throughout the year. I hold the experience close and to me it's dear. That's me on the road in Georgia. <laughs> I'm just gonna give first I gotta give you the snaps. <laughs> and then I gotta give you that. I gotta give you yeah. Thank you so much. All right, thank y'all. You've been driving, you've been giving the drive. Last last week you hit bow. You know, hit bow with a bus. <laughs> <laughs> was our mascot <laughs> but uh, thank you so much y'all and with that episode 100 is in the can and we are out of here happy 100 y'all we appreciate you thank you so much peace wear your mask you've been listening to the G Podcast with your host Tommy B the G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network thanks for listening <laughs>